Yo, I'm Will Blackman. This is Upsets and Underdogs presented by WinBet. Week 5 was wild. The Bills went to Kansas City and dominated the Chiefs. Defense and special teams came through for the Eagles against the Panthers. And Justin Fields played tough to lead the Bears to victory over the Raiders. In today's Upset episode, we're going to see how our picks from last episode turned out. Then we're going to review the biggest upsets of week five, break down what happened and dig into what we can learn from it all. This show is brought to you by WinBet. Week five is in the books. There's no better time to get in on the action. So right now, download the WinBet app and start winning today. WinBet offers unique markets like NFL yardage leaders, who will be the last team to be undefeated, team exact win totals, and a ton more. Plus, you know we got those NFL parlays. Download WinBet now and set the odds in your favor. Offer subject to change, terms, conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And right out the gate, we are bringing in my dog, Lamb, because we got to talk. My man, we got to talk. What is the word? How are you doing? How was your weekend, by the way? We- weekend was... Very nice outside of some of these picks that we made. But besides that, you see, I came, you see, I came through. I had to start my dog. I got the, you know, the, had to get the gold hair and I had to bring back the breath of Hitman heart glasses, the excellence of execution based on how it went. You know, you know what I find funny about you, Will, is, you know, anytime, anytime I try to, you know, entice you in conversation on social media, you never repost me, you never show love. However, anytime you're right, you tag me and stuff. And it's like you're one of those, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Take the high road when I'm doing well, but take a dump on me when I'm not. I see how it is. It really be your own, man. That's really what I'm starting to realize. Hey, man. You know what? That's what it is, man. Look, it's. I always tell people. It's funny. I, I was um. Somebody was going at me on social media, like, or I'm gonna take up my glasses. I'm gonna talk to you for this one. People are going at me on social media, like, um, trying to make fun of me or clown me. I'm like, guys, you don't understand. Like I grew up like that. I grew up people trying to clown me. That was just the culture. And it was worse in our household. So my point is, you know, we family, bro. So you, you're going to, you're going to get it from me. So let's get right to it. Right. Let's talk about our picks from last week, how we stand. Let's check it out. I went three and one. Of course you see me all high energy and gloating. Um, I picked the Cowboys, Bengals, Cardinals, Bills. My underdog of the week was Buffalo. So I'm two and three so far this season. Uh, my favorite pick was the Bills. So in terms of my favorite picks of the week, I am four and one. And overall, I'm eight and twelve. I, I am creep, creep, creeping. I'm creeping. Nick, you're Nick right now because you lost. So how'd you, so how'd, how'd you do? <laughs> oh man, one and three on the week. Bengals were the other dog pick to win outright, but they didn't. They covered, but they didn't win outright. So we're three and two on the right. air. Two and three favorite pick of the week with the Chiefs. Boy, was I wrong. We'll get to that in a little bit. Ten and ten <laughs> on the year against the spread. Will you know at least you're five hundred, yeah. right? You know you're, you're you're still there. You're still there. Um, yeah, it was interesting. We're gonna. <laughs> I just want to get to the games because I don't want to say anything yet. All I want to I will say something though that again. Trayvon Diggs. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. All right. So let's jump into our upset breakdown. We're going to dig into the biggest upsets of week five. And after that, we'll crown our upset of the week. So we're really going to dive in here. That's why I'm rushing to get to these games. Uh, so the Bills were a plus three underdog. Money line was 125. 
at the Chiefs, and they won 38-20. to 20. Uh, This was interesting, man, because it's like, okay, we saw what Kansas City did last week. Like, okay, are they back to form? And we've been talking about, like, it, it didn't really matter who the Bills played. It's how they beat them. They're like, oh, yeah, they played whatever. Yeah, but they were supposed to do that to those teams. They put up, like, pretty much 40 points a game previously and also shut out two opponents who they should have blanked so in this case it's like okay are they for real and i'm telling you man it's legit i i, I was really impressed i thought the offense was going to be explosive but i'm telling you i was like the defense they are going to really take to heart like this is important for us to play well and bro like they they really beat them down and lo and behold look what happened who had less than 100 yards receiving Tyreek Hill. It's weird. It's a weird stat, but it's it's so far it's happening. Uh, Kansas City, man, on defense, it's it is what it is. There's no secret. We know. They know. Tons of issues. Like if you want to make plays against this defense, just throw it towards the secondary, and you will find open spaces as they did. There were so many still shots of Honey Badger like holding his hands up, like Yo Sorensen, like what's good back there, you know. they need, to, they need to start working out guys. Tomorrow's is tryout Tuesday. That's mm. where you bring in just a cattle call of people. And hopefully they bring in some veteran safeties who can help back there. You know, not necessarily someone who's going to come up and make a ton of plays, but somebody who back there can at least, you know, be rangy to cover the back end. Um, and then Mahomes, again, with his, you know, interesting interceptions, man. I, I, I put out, I was like, look. At some point, Mahomes has to kind of get back to the fundamentals. You know what I mean? He um, and my boy Darius Butler was like, who just joined Winbet, by the way? Mm. Uh, Blue Wire, excuse me. Um, And he said, but that's like his style. That's what made him great. I'm like, but it's a little reckless right now. I feel like, I don't know. Mahomes has, he's done everything already in his career, right? He's He's done what most Hall of Famers haven't done yet. He has a Super Bowl. He got the bag. He got the bag indeed. And, you know, he's MVP. And so I think sometimes he can get a little reckless and th- try to make throws that he has made in the past. Um, yesterday kind of looked like the Super Bowl. Mm. Hey, that's what it kind of looked like to me. So, yeah. So so give me some gambling takers before we keep diving into this. What did you find out here? Well, really quick, funny story. I'm watching the game with some buddies, Will, and right before kickoff, they show that picture of Stephon Diggs where he's sort of after the game last year in the AFC title game, he's just over there with his hands on his side and just watching. He's like, I'm going to be back and I'm going to remember this. <laughs> One of my buddies turns to me, he goes, man, that call you got on the Chiefs? Get rid of it. <laughs> He's like, they're going to come out guns blazing. And, you know, it, it's it's interesting because the defense for the Chiefs really is the issue. And just historically, they're on pace to be really, really bad. Yards per play, 7.1. That's entering historically bad territory, Will. That is crazy because you're never getting to third down. <laughs> and and think about this statistic that really jumped out to me. 11 of Mahomes' 13 career losses have been against teams that dropped 30 on them, right? So all you need is, you know, give up three touchdowns if you're the defense, right? Like don't get into these crazy shootouts. And it was a converse, it was a talking point I asked you about last week. 
do you feel like defenses sometimes are a little lax because they know they got a high-powered offense? In this case, even if you're putting up points, now I know they only scored 20, but, man, you got to help this dude out. Yeah, but scoring 20, stopping Kansas City to 20 is like stopping most teams to like seven. So, mm-hmm. like 20 points is outstanding. It's it's kind of like like in this league, you just – or just in today's football, if you can score, that's a big deal. Period, you know, because at some point you're going to have to outscore somebody. And, and the teams that the teams that have won and have made it to the Super Bowl have been able to score a lot of points. Um, you, you look at Tampa, Brady put up five TDs again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this is this is wild, man. Um, Buffalo is legit right now. It's right now. It's looking like 1992. It's looking like the Cowboys and Bills right now for the Super Bowl. So this could be a. Uh, the grudge match uh, for the Bills. Hopefully, one last one last thing I want to mention on this. So, on the previous okay. episode, we mentioned how sixty three percent of the tickets were coming in on Buffalo, and the money was coming in on KC. But as we got closer to kickoff, that all flipped. Where sixty two percent of the tickets, all the public was coming in on KC, and the money swung to Buffalo. So, a lot of times, it's very important betting numbers, not teams, and also when you bet them will might be the most important thing to getting the right line. Right. No, that's 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 really that's really dope to know. All right. Upset number two. Eagles versus the Panthers. The Eagles were a two and a half underdog money line was one twenty five at the Panthers and they end up winning twenty one eighteen. Um this this game was interesting. Here here's my thing too with Philly is I feel like people overlook Philly simply because of their recent history, I guess, you know, trying to fix the organization, getting a new coach, moving on from Carson Wentz, whatever was happened to him and Peterson. And now, you know, is Jalen, you know, is Jalen Hurts the dude, but they're in every game they played so far. I think they've been like extremely competitive. That's why, like when I mentioned, you know, we'll talk about giants eventually, but I was like, they have an interesting schedule and somebody was like, Oh, well, they got Philly. You know, that's, that's not a good team. Like, look, they're, they are extremely competitive. And I mean, we can call an ugly game, but I love when defense and special teams comes Mm -hmm. through, you know, that's, that's how I made my money in the league. I play defense and special teams and, you know, Darius Slay came through with two picks after telling people like, look, man, I don't, I don't give up much. And everyone was like, Oh, you know, you're not good. Blah, blah. And he came through and got two picks on Sam. Um, this is kind of like the Sam that people were expecting to see, and it's unfortunate because he's been playing pretty well. Um, Devontae Smith came through, and then special teams again came through big time. Um, the cool thing, if anything, is Chuba Hubbard, you know, he ended up having 100 yards for them, which was encouraging, but still it's hard to win when you don't protect the football. And just Eagles end up taking advantage of that. And came through. So, Lamb, gambling takeaways for this game. I love that you mentioned the defense and the special teams because in this this era of fantasy football and, and high-scoring affairs, anytime we see a game like this, immediately you say it's an ugly game. But you're right. Sometimes defenses show up. And that's what happened with Philly. You know, they gave up only three points in the second half. And the Panthers had that game covered throughout the whole time. And then... Last four minutes, Philly took the lead. And from there, they just locked up once again. And for me, well, 
you know, watching the Panthers, I was a little high on them coming into the year because I'm I'm a big believer of guys switching, going to new teams, better situation. We talked about that with Sam Darnold. Right, right. But we mentioned in passing last week briefly about Stephon Gilmore. Is that what you think they're missing? Because to me, it seems like Carolina's missing something. I don't think it's offensively. Like, you know, Philly came in with a good game plan. They, they locked things down in the second half. However, there was just something that jumped out to me, Carolina. And it seems like it's the DBs. You know, they lost J.C. Horn. They've made these additions. So do you think Gilmore might be this missing piece for them? Possibly, yeah. I mean, it, it looks nice. You know, someone put up a graphic of all these, you know, first-round corners they have right now. But, you know... One of them isn't healthy. One of them just got there. Another one just got there. Um, so I think it's just in due time because you still—it doesn't matter who you have back there. You still have to have really good chemistry, and that's why I was saying I was like, man, I feel like going back to Buffalo. I think they have the best secondary because they just have that chemistry, you know. Um, and it takes a while to get that. But if anything, I mean, Philly's missing prime Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. That's who they need. That's who teams game plan for. That's who teams watch out for him. He's he's a guy that, you know, he's a thousand, a thousand guy. You know, he's that type of player. And that's a rare case. Only a few have done that. So um, that's a that's a big issue for them. Oh, really quick. Elam, I want to ask you. So are you are you done with the Eagles or are, you, are they back in the fold? Are you um like are they allowed in the house again? <laughs> I mean, we talk about the betting house or the real house because I've been done for for a decade plus with the Eagles. But if I put you know put the fan, what about the, yeah the bet the yeah, betting house? The they're, they're they're in they're in Nick's win win bet house. Yeah, uh, I would say no. All right, I'll move nah, on. No, nah, no, you know what? I would say yes because it'd be hypocritical of me not to after a win like that against the Panthers. I think a lot of this comes down to your perception of Carolina. I'm a fan of Carolina. I'm not selling stock on them yet. So a win like that on the road, I think you can maybe, you know, open the door for them and see if they'll make their way in. Yeah, I think that Dallas loss was huge for them. I think that was kind of like, okay, we even talked about it. That was the the game right there. It's like, are they legit? Mm. You know, are they really legit? And I think that loss took a huge hit, you know, for them. And then they probably got they probably got excited to play Dallas and was like, okay, Philly is probably a chance for us to get back. And Philly's like, no, this is our chance to get back. So that's fair. That's a good point. All right. So this show is brought to you by WinBet. We wrapped up week five of the NFL season. So there's no better time to get in on the action. So right now, download WinBet and start winning today. WinBet offers unique markets like NFL yardage leaders. Who will be the last team to be undefeated? Arizona <laughs> team. Exact win totals and a ton more. Nick, anything you like on the win bet app this week? So, well, I'm going to, you know, pat myself on the back because we talked about the Tyson Fury fight last week. That fight ending early. That's what happened. 11th round stoppage for Tyson Fury. We, That's early? Well, I mean, you know, inside the distance, right? Not going to the judges. Let's go back to the fight game. The women are headlining the UFC Aspen Lad against Norma Dumont. This is interesting. Norma Dumont is plus 130, Will. She was scheduled to fight on this card. Main event against Holly Holm. Holm dropped out. Aspen Ladd stepping in. Late replacement. However, Aspen Ladd in her last fight didn't get to make weight because 
that girl was shaking on the scale and they did not allow her. I remember that. They did not allow her. So that was only two weeks ago. Now stepping in, I would look at the underdog here, man. The weight cutting is brutal. You ask any fighter, wrestler, whoever it might be, they do not like weight cutting. And she has had a history of bad weight cups. Norma Dumont plus 130 is what I'm on. All right. Plus, we got those NFL parlays, right? So download WinBet now and set the odds in your favor. Offer something to change. Terms conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, let's get into our upset of the week. And it is the Bears. Underdog. Plus five and a half. Money line plus 200 at the Raiders. They beat the Raiders 20 to nine. It's weird. It is weird because we just talked about Carolina, who had promise. We talked about the Raiders, who had promise. And now I feel like these teams are falling backwards. The Bears defense came to play. The Bears defense have always came to mm. play. I feel like they they have they've been good for a while. Um especially ever since the Khalil Mack trade. I mean, that's been huge for them. And they always had like aggressive, an aggressive secondary. They were always able to find the football. Um, they have those two safeties back there that are just like flying around. And obviously, Roquan Smith, like he's going to get the bag any day now. And um, yeah, they just allowed three points through like the first, like Dan made the whole game. Um, it's, it's, it's been weird. I don't understand. Um, I don't understand the Raiders. <laughs> this is this is a hard one to talk about because I'm just so confused. This was a confusing game period because one, we didn't know what was going to happen with the Bears and Fields getting his first start. By the way, Fields, I thought he looked really good. He threw some promising passes that were just like, okay, you see his crazy arm strength and what he can do. And the Raiders, they're now two and twenty-two win, losing the turnover battle since 2018. Um, but that's kind of like that's like the main stat you look right. for. I, I think it's I think like it's something like seventy to almost eighty percent teams win if you win the turnover battle. Um, so again, it goes down to them protecting the football. It it was wild because there was um, I should not be laughing, but there was a point where you know Derek Carr did a QB sneak and got knocked out, and then Nathan Peterman comes in and he runs a QB sneak and he almost gets knocked out too. So it's just. It's just wild, you know, and and I don't know, maybe there's a good chance that the headline were Gruden, maybe it was a distraction too. You know, there's a lot of things going on uh, over there in Vegas. So um, before we keep diving in really quick, get into these gambling takeaways for the game this week. What did you what did you see or learn? So the game was comfortably under the win t- uh, point total, 46 and a half. Bears were in the driver's right. seat from start to finish, like you said, held them to three points for the first 51 minutes of the game. And, Will, this was yep. really fascinating, man. I did some research. Of the five games that you could buy tickets for in secondary markets, right, you, those, you know, stub hubs and whatever it might be, this game was the highest selling ticket from Chicago fans. So there were a lot of Chicago fans at this game, close to 65% of the crowd, right? All the Raider fans, they get at the Chargers fans for, oh, you guys don't have a home field. I think it's something to monitor where you got a lot of bachelor parties, a lot of bachelorette parties in Vegas, right? <laughs> so maybe you go, I even, you know, my, my buddies were in Vegas and they went to this game, right? None of them are Bears fans. None of them are Raider fans, but they're like, hey, let's just go over there. We're in town. So I think that's something to monitor moving forward about this home field. It's not, even, but it's not even wedding season. 
Man, it's always wedding season. If you get married during the football season, I'm not coming to your wedding. I'm just putting that out there for anyone. Listening. I could I could never make it. I could never make it. I'm like, why? If I am in the wedding, why do you keep scheduling your wedding during the season when I was playing? It made no sense to me. Yeah. So I had I had two weddings actually moved to like the spring because of me. So appreciate it, guys. Man, that, that's that's love right there. That's love right there. Actually, my my best friend Jamal actually he lives in Vegas and he was one of the guys who moved his wedding so I can be in it. I mean, I'm like, what do you want, you want to, do? to talk about? So I want to talk about a lack of self-awareness there. My guy Will's playing no, in the league and they're booking weddings during no, the season. No, no, that's listen, no self-awareness. Sometimes you got to find the best deals. But um, well, look, before, before we move on to this, man, uh, a lot of headlines, coaching distractions, Raiders, Vikings coming into the year, Jaguars last week. How does that play into a locker room heading into a game? Um, I don't know. Everyone's different. You know, even the, the Jaguar situation, you know, you guys are able to, first of all, Chris Long made a good point. He was saying like, you know, I'm my own business now. You actually are your own business even when, as soon as you get drafted, mm. you know, because the, the organization, this is how it works. Teams are all are always all about the organization, right? They're going to do what's best for the team. It's all about the logo. Players you are your own CEO. You are your own franchise. And you need to take, you have to be selfish in some aspect to take care of yourself. But you have to come together and everyone has to be able to play together on the team to obviously win games and, and reach the end goal in sight. So it's kind of like, you know, at the end of the day, man, is you rally up with your boys. And then when you get on the field, you control what's on the field. You know, that that's the only thing you have control of. So it's kind of like I, I motivated myself, even if a coach was game like rah, rah, I never really looked to my head coach to like for like inspiration or whatever. I kind of was like, OK, like I'm ready to go play and make some noise. But, yeah, it's it's interesting. He made a good point. I really understand that. So, you know, for a distraction, it's it's tough. It's tough for a young guy. I will say that mm. it's really tough for a young guy when it comes to distractions, because you're still trying to figure out what's going on. And maybe you did look to your college coach for inspiration. So maybe you're like, OK, my head coach and, you know, damn, you know, I this is what he's doing or this is what he's saying, you know, where I got to the point where when I was a veteran, I was like, I, I figured it out. I know the league. I don't, I don't need anybody. Interesting. I like it, man. There's, there's not one thing that's changed the most for me as a sports fan. As I got older, I'm so in favor of holdouts and players asking for more money, especially in, in a league like the yeah, NFL. Yeah. Especially in a league like the NFL. I mean, look, you, you could attest to this where dude, they could cut you after two, three years. Right. And then, the NFL has the most parity of any sport where you see worst to first often, right? Or a team doesn't make the playoffs and the next year they win 12 games. And one of the reasons why is because they could get out of so-called bad contracts, right? You give a guy $80 million and he's not performing, you can get rid of him. Where in other sports, man, I, I'm a Met fan, right? Like the list of bad contracts they've given out could go on. Talking about Bobby? For, yeah, come on, man. Let's not do this. <laughs> but yeah, it, it could go on for years, right? So in the NFL, I'm so for holdouts. I'm so for guys asking for more money because they just, they kind of run you to the ground like these running listen, backs and then the, get rid of you. Listen, the the injury rate in the NFL is 100%. Okay? You're going to get hurt. I had nine surgeries. It's going to happen. And teams are going to move on. That's just what it is. But I do want to say, I was right about those Cowboys. <laughs> you know, here I'm thinking. Here I, I'm thinking we forgot about it, but all right, cool, you got it. But I did, but what did I say though? Right? I was like, dude, I know it's minus seven. 
it's going to be bigger than that. Mm. It's going to be bigger than that. I just, I just have to, before we end the show, I just have to touch on it. Like I'm telling you, man, it's, I'm not on the bandwagon. I'm just saying, I know a team that's on fire when I seen one. I've been on one, I've actually been on two losing teams in 12 years. Two losing teams. Uh, it was the Jaguars and Aaron Rodgers' first year. I think we were like 6 and 10, something like that. But right now, Dallas is feeling it. There is nothing anyone could do right now. If anyone's going to beat Dallas, it's going to be beating themselves. I'm just putting that out there. It's hard to disagree with that, man. Continuing 5-0 and against the spread this year, the Dallas Cowboys. So sports that? books are not happy, but Cowboys backers are. <laughs> All right, that's it for today's episode. Uh, next episode, we'll be previewing the week six games and making some new picks. This has been Upsets and Underdogs presented by WinBet. Do not forget to subscribe, throw us a rating and review, and tell your friends. You can find me at Will Blackman, talk trash, whatever you want to do. I embrace everything. Nick, where can they find you? Nick Day is 10 on all social media outlets. All right, catch y'all next time. <laughs>